Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Hey, what's going on, champions? And welcome to Growth Mode. I'm your host, Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champions. I'm a 20-year sales guy that spent a lot of that journey trying to figure out how to be better at sales uh, and now be better in business as I run all these different damn companies. Hanging out with me is Kevin Snow, a sales and automation genius and absolute badass. This guy is a wizard behind getting all your systems and processes in place. And on this show, we debate and talk about how in the world you can grow your business through business development, sales, and the likes. Oh, Kevin. What the fuck are we talking about this week? Hey, everyone. Hi, Donnie. So today's topic is something that a lot of people really suck at, and that is sales follow-up. What comes to my mind when I when I throw that topic out there is I you and I both have tons of people trying to sell us stuff for mm-hmm. my company and for success champions and the follow up from them after the initial meeting or the pricing meeting when we're at that point where they're wanting a decision is is atrocious it is you know it, it's not it's it's pestering more than actual valuable follow-up it's like hey so did you make a decision yet hey are you ready to buy it, it's not actual it's, it's nothing that's driving me to make a decision so yeah. how do people fix that well let me, let me tell a, a quick story to understand the power of follow-up and this is this was a gal selling to me and so we have the badass business summit right we do that every year and we're doing it this year in september but uh, she represented a guy that whose name I, I knew, and I, I won't name drop, um, but he wanted to speak at the Badass Business Summit. So we did it the first time last year, and she reached out last year. We already had the speaker spots full, and I said, hey, you know, I don't have a, a spot for him this year, but we will be doing this again, you know, next year. Oh, flash forward. So it was originally 
or flash backwards. It was originally slated for <laughs> April of 2020. And she had reached out back, you know, in like in March, trying to get him on the stage and we didn't have a space for him. So it got moved to September of 2020. She reached out then to try and get him on stage, but we had revamped everything and didn't have need another speaker coming in. So we flash forward to or flash to the, the end of 20. She reached out again. And this time I'm like, all right, let's jump on a call. So she not only did she stay following up with me trying to get her guy on stage, she was persistent and consistent and respectful as hell in her reach out to get to that conversation. We finally jumped on a Zoom call and we're not going to bring them in for this you know, summit, but we're now talking about me going on to some of his shows, um, some of his stages, and you know, it, it very well may be that one of the upcoming badass business summits, he comes and he's on ours. Um, so the fascinating thing was every time she reached out, I thought, damn, I need to talk to this girl, but I forgot about her you know, in between, you know, all the chaos and running the businesses, yep. but she kept up with me. And like, we made updates on the websites and or the posts and whatnot. She was right there following all along and reached out at very strategic times um, to get to a final conversation. So it's not a closed type business deal, but God, I loved her tenacity and saying, reaching out like that. So uh, two things pop out of that story for me one is this timing that you follow up and making sure there's a reason that you're following up at that particular time not just like well it's monday i gotta do my follow-up calls mm. and two i want to know what did she say in the follow-ups was she referencing specific things that she knew was going on in our world or was she doing the really bad, hey, have you had a chance to take a look at our pricing yet? <laughs> no, no, uh, she was very smart about it. And look, if you're going to be on stages, podcasts, write books, you're going to have an ego, right? You're, you're going to have it. Dude, she pumped me up every oh. fucking... <laughs> but she pumped me up every fucking time. It, it, was, it was awesome. So obviously now if you're trying to reach out to me, do this. But she would... <laughs> And she's like, dude, uh, I love, you know, the updates about the summit. I love the videos you guys are doing. These things are solid. Um, I can tell that this is going to be one of the most badass events of all time. And she would just do these little gestures that showed that she was playing along with what we were doing. And she was engaging and always, always referencing some of the latest and greatest things that we were, were putting out there. So, so watching her use what we were doing right so as we put out content she was using that content to her benefit it wasn't spammy it was very timely and it was only done like when we did you know major you know changes to that summit so what i would tell most people is is if you're reaching out and you're uncomfortable with how you're wording it or phrasing it don't hit the send button on that fucking thing. Make it valuable. Make it useful. It's like, you know, um, a guy that I've known for years, um, he's a sales guy, and we used to network heavily back in the day, reached out to me. He goes, okay, I see how you talk about all the time. And Kevin and I are going to do an episode on bad LinkedIn reach outs, right? Um, and just talk about some of the worst ones we've gotten. But um, he's like, all right, I always see you, you know, bashing these bad, you know, reach outs. 
he goes, how do I change it to, you know, get people to connect with me? And I just quickly went to his profile and I was like, okay, Ryan, this is how I would reach out is I see you went to OU. I'm going to say, Hey, I see you went to OU. You know, I went to OU too. And that's going to be my reach out, right? There's no, Hey, I work for so-and-so and I sell this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Taking that same methodology is freaking just powerful in your follow-up. So it is, your follow-up doesn't always have to be about your product and service. It can literally be, hey, I see you're doing X, Y, Z, you know, well done. I really like that. Or, or find something of value that you can use to, to make it non-business. So there are CRMs out there, client relationship management tools. Donnie hates them, but the, I think they're really cool. And that they actually will link to uh, your social media and they will find and they'll, and they'll pull in what your contacts are doing on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So you can actually see their posting in a central location, right? So instead of going out to social media and getting sucked in and doing Facebook for an hour or for Donnie's case, doing TikTok for an hour, <laughs> you can just go into your CRM and look at your contact that you want to follow up with and see what they've been doing and seeing what they've been posting about and, and use that as a tool. So I, I think that's really cool. And I love the fact when people are referencing something that's going on in my world and using that as a tool to bring value for what they do. And yeah, I love that. And, and let's be honest, guys. If you suck at follow-up, it's because you hate what you do. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. Um, and, and, and here's why. Um, I think a lot of people ha are either working sales careers they hate or they're in a business they don't fully understand or they're hitting some wicked self-limiting belief that that is beating the shit out of them. Because if you truly loved what you did and you truly wanted to help people, follow-up would be a natural part of the process. But there is a trick if you completely suck at following up that I love. Fucking one call close everything. And then you never have to yep. follow up. <laughs> so I think part of it is is not only that you hate what you do i think you can still love what you do but be scared of the follow-up piece because you're scared of the no yeah, yeah and I'm... because I, I remember as a a young sales guy before i started kicking ass and being you know not caring and anymore because i was always number one following up with a potential close and having them say no now made my pipeline smaller yeah. So having the big pipeline to be able to show the managers, like, yeah, I got $5.2 million in my pipeline. We're good. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's almost like a security blanket for yeah. some salespeople. Whereas, you know, I finally figured out, it's like, yeah, no, I need to get rid of all these because they're taking up time and they're cluttering my shit and screwing up my, all my stats. Hi, I'm an introvert and a detail guy. I like statistics. So having these I'm things sorry, sitting, you like what? what <laughs> statistics? <what are> <laughs> yeah, statistics. I like numbers, and I figured out that having all these things sitting in my pipeline that weren't going to close while they were making my pipeline bigger and inflating that, they were screwing my uh, cycle time for how long it took me to close shit. Well, and and to your point, I I think a lot of people are scared of sales in general. 
right? Because they don't like being sold to. And they feel like every time they're talking to somebody that they're going to come across like that greaseball fucking sales guy. And so everything they think about or try and do is, is emulating what they don't want to be. And it's always fun for me to watch people try not to be sales guys. So they come across exactly like the sales guy they're trying not to be, (laughs) you know, know, it's fascinating. So I I think there's two types of follow-up in sales. There's the prospecting follow-up where you're trying to get that initial appointment and and get them into your pipeline, uh, which is going to be one type of, of call. But then there's also the closing follow-up. So after you've met with them, talked to pricing, and now you're trying to get them to say yes. And what I found for me has worked really well so that I don't have to do the, hey, it's Kevin from Time on Target. I'm following up on our conversation last week, blah, 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 on a weekly basis is actually schedule the follow-ups with them. Yes. When I don't leave a meeting where I'm supposed to follow up with pricing or anything without a time schedule that we're actually going to talk about that. And then when we talk there, if there's more things going on, it's all right, so all right, we're going to meet now then and, and on a call and do it in this day. And there's always that scheduled time now. So it's not me just reaching out saying, hey, so it's now January. Our prices have changed. Is this something you're still interested in? I haven't heard from you for a while, blah, blah, blah. And all the really old, tired sales yeah. voicemail that we get. Well, and, and think about it this way. When you say I'm just reaching out or I'm checking in. Yep. I, everybody just, who just following up just fo- yeah, everybody hates that fucking shit. I mean, none of us like getting it. So so instead when you feel yourself writing those words, following up, checking in, all that anytime you got to put just in front of it, just stop, right? Yep. Just stop with the whole phrase because you're just just justing all over everybody. <laughs> that sounds like a really bad thing. Um don't just on anybody, <laughs> but, you know, but Kevin's right is, is every sales interaction you have with somebody needs closure. So it's not closing. It's getting to that next step. Are we moving forward? Is, or is this a no, are we done with the conversation? And, and because people don't have the big pipeline, you know, every conversation is a precious gem to them. And if you just fucking go prospect more, do more business development, get into more fucking conversations, you wouldn't worry about this one fucking deal. You know, the the same token is if you get closure, you get that next step on every fucking sales conversation, then there's no chasing game, which I don't chase. I, and I'm not going to chase somebody down if they don't have the balls to tell me no, or I don't have the balls for them in the moment to get that no, and they're hemming and hawing, I'm done, right? You know, so so get to the point in your head where where you're like, and they're like, you know, this is great. We're going to look at the thing like this probably in the fourth quarter. Go, cool. How should I follow up with you leading up to that? And you're going to be amazed. That simple question, asking them how to follow up, they're going to tell you specifically, hey, why don't you reach out in a couple months and I'll let you know where we're at and what's going on. But even if you have that permission, don't start off with, hey, just a reminder, we were going to No, it's, hey, Kevin, I was just checking out some of the things on your, you know, Facebook profile. looks like a badass vacation, you know, and it looks like everything's great. How are we doing on the fourth quarter decision? 
right? Be purposeful on that follow-up. Correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about that whole concept. Uh, it, it, I want them to give me permission to do things without giving them the control. So I, I think that's the, the phrasing for that question is how would you like me to follow up is, is really key as well. So that you are, it, it's just like the whole calendar game on who gets to book on whose calendar, which annoys me. It's like, I sent you my calendar book on it. I, why do I need a book on yours? Um, but it's, it's making sure one they they've now said, Hey, I, I want you to do it this way. So they've told you how they like it. Uh, and you can then set that up as, Hey, you back in, you know, back in March, you, you asked me to follow up today to do this, you know, when is, you know, how are we coming on this project? Yep. And I think having a, a specific call to action in that reach out makes it very easier to do because look, life happens in between whatever's going on and when the decision needs to be made, shit fucking happens. So you know, don't bet on that fourth quarter decision, right? You know, don't bet on they're going to have something new or make a decision go forward. I tell everybody, if, if you're in January and they say it's going to be something in the second, third, fourth quarter, or even the next year, assume that's a no. Because otherwise, you're going to put that shit in your pipeline and it's going to clog your fucking pipeline up put them in a different stage of your pipeline for sure, yep. but assume that deal is not going to happen. So you stay hungry and go get other shit. And then if it does happen, cool, but very few deals close over an elongated period of time because shit happens. Other people come into the mix, other relationships and things are made. So, so it's, it's one hand on staying consistent and diligent in the reach outs and finding a specific touch point that you can reach out and say hello on but it's also being okay that that deal might most likely won't move forward and plugging your pipeline with other shit along the way so i think a couple of very valuable lessons out of today were you know one get comfortable with the no i thought that was a great point that kevin threw out there don't be scared that you're going to get a no go build a big ass pipeline the bigger the pipeline legitimate prospects people that can say yes to you the more easy it is to do real follow-up conversations and be more confident in the moment. I think the other portion of it is, is remove the word just from your fucking vocabulary. And anytime you got to put that into a sentence, you know, just delete the whole sentence and start over and ask a question that brings them a hell of a lot more value or a statement that brings them more value. Yep. So as always, guys, if you got any value of hanging out with us today, one nugget, one gem, something you can use in your world, do us a favor and teach somebody else how to subscribe to the show. Literally, those subscriptions are like you walked up and gave us a virtual hug. Appreciate you guys as always, and see you next time. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yeah, they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. 
So, like me, they don't often reach out for advice, they don't get support, they just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.